Hello, 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 friends, and welcome to the Energy Report with me, your host, Rebecca Conran, on the New Story Podcast. Today we are looking at the dates of November the 4th to the 10th. Nope, that's incorrect. It's other dates. (laughs) The 11th through something. Here we go. The 11th through the 17th. Excuse me. Um, I just had a little bit of a internal conniption fit that I had all the wrong shit that I had written down. But, no. Alas. It is all well. We are looking at the 11th through the 17th. Gosh. Uh, how you doing? This fucking Mercury retrograde. I don't usually say stuff like that, but, um, I have been through my own personal, uh, ass kicking (laughs) recently, this last two weeks, uh, all that stuff came up to the surface, all of it, every single last bit of it, worlds colliding, and then all of a sudden, all of these synchronistic things started to make so much fucking sense. Like, why did I move to Narrowsburg? You know, I just felt called here. And then suddenly, a connection popped up that really makes sense. And also because the community here has been really important to me the last month in just feeling connected to community. It's such a lovely and inviting community here, very inclusive. Um, So all of a sudden, I was like, why did I do this? Why did I do that? And then everything started to make sense. And it's been really nice and really validating. But believe me, I had to like live in that fear space of like, did I do the right thing for a little while uh, before... It all seemed to connect into, oh yes, this is all part of the intuitive flow. But that's hard, right? It's been really hard to trust that we need to do what we feel called to do. And validation validation will come when it's ready to come, you know? Um, So the energy report for November 11th through the 17th. Uh, The weekly theme is In Stillness I Am Found. So this this, uh, mantra I took from my Reiki mantra decks, uh, which are available through my website and my shop. Um, In Stillness I Am Found. Our society famously rewards the citizens of Earth who overgive, overdo, and empty their precious energy reserves for accolades, approval, and riches. But what use are any of these... Material successes, though, when your soul is crying out and your body is suffering. Create time to slow down, to be still, without numbing, without distraction. Allow yourself the space to be in stillness, observing your thoughts and marinating in your senses. A little snippet from my oracle decks as the weekly theme. Uh, The tarot that I pulled for this week, the Nine of Swords. I can see how this card is coming into focus energetically. It really feels like this Mercury retrograde has brought up a lot of the energy of this card. 
You know, it's bringing up a lot of energy that's been stagnant in our lives. Swords represent the mind, the intellect, knowledge. Nine represents endings. So if I told you that a lot of your patterns of internalized guilt, shame, and worry were coming to an end, how would you feel? Probably pretty excited, right? But then how about in order to get to that ending, what if I told you that you had to conquer and move through some of your worst fears? This is the energy of this card. This moment in time is a vulnerable one, and we may be in varying degrees of mental anguish. It's truly a time to let down the defenses, to get to rock bottom, to get so sick of our own shit that we surrender the old way. At the very least, this card says, cry. (laughs) So sorry, you guys. You've probably been just in the waterworks if you're anything like me lately. Perhaps this is a time when you feel as though you're going through the dark night of the soul. Try to consider that this is a rite of passage in your healing, not a punishment or a failure. The ritual this week is making a sacrifice. Well, it's a full moon week and we all know what that means, that it's time to release. What do you need to hand over to spirit for healing? That is really the essence of letting go. It's actually a surrendering, a handing over. A sacrifice might be something you expected that didn't pan out the way you wanted, but rather in a way that you maybe needed? Question mark, exclamation, smiley face. Perhaps you learned a vital lesson in your evolutionary learning, but it caused you a great deal of pain and grief to do so. Is there a belief, a wound, a person, a situation that you need to surrender to the higher good? You can hold a ritual of this by writing your sacrifices down and burning them, or you can set your intentions onto an object like a stone, a flower, something of natural material, and you can ceremonially bury it. What are you going to be sacrificing this week? And at the very least, something that I've been doing is just saying, Spirit, show me the fucking love. Show me the love, Spirit. Pour it down on me. You know, just drown me in love. (laughs) And you know what? Those messages come through when we ask. That support comes through when we ask. We start to see the synchronistic events lining up. Friends, in the eight years that I've been a healing practitioner and during the thousands of sessions that I've been privileged to hold space for, one of the most frequent things I hear from clients is, I've done a lot of work. I thought I did this work already. I mean this with love, but this is the thought process of the inexperienced and inflexible. Okay, I know that sucks to hear when you've probably been at it for a long ass time. Believe me, it's not a judgment. I've been there many, many times. Doing the work is not some accolade. It's not an event. It's not a certification you're getting. It's not a contest you're winning. Your life is always going to have moments of pain and bliss. You will always be learning. This sort of mindset of, I should be done with this already. I should have gotten over that. I learned this. Well, this sort of mindset shows how we are not in connection with the intuitive flow or with divine timing as our ego seeks to control everything. Look, you might have had the knowledge for a long time and you still hadn't really moved through the healing part. 
And maybe you do move through the healing part and you gain more wisdom and you integrate that knowledge that you've had. And then it comes up again when something else happens. Okay. Let go of these ideas. I did this already. Well, apparently you didn't. So you might as well stop beating yourself up about it. (laughs) Just like love yourself, honor where you're at you know, so what? So you're in a place of, of, of tough mental, uh, agitation of emotional agitation. That's fucking life. You are really living your life. You are really evolving. You are really doing your best. You're a self-aware, self-reflective person, you know, who's growing here. Wonderful. What a gift to us. What a gift. As long as we're trying to control things, be done with things, be better than we than things, right? Oh, I, I thought I was better than this. Look, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just in fear mode, okay? We've got to acquiesce to the fact that we are here on earth learning and evolving. And some of these lessons, they might take a whole life to unravel, And it's not for lack of effort on your part. And it's not for lack of wanting on your part. You are doing your best. What if you look at your experience today and say, this is all perfect for me. The energy this week asks us to be very, very aware of what we are creating with these mental messages, right? So if the mental message is, there's an image of someone who I'm supposed to be that's better than who I am now, The message you're really sending to who you are now is that that person's not good enough. That person's not lovable. That person's not abundant. That person's not amazing. And that's just not true. Okay? You're not going to be a better person in the future. You're a fucking great person right now. And that's what needs acknowledging. This, This week, you know, the nuance of our energy blockages, the subtle way that we stay stuck in old patterns via false expectations and attachment to outcomes that might not be for our highest good, those things are, you know, have become really apparent. It For me too, y'all, for me too. I don't hold myself outside of any of this advice. So very, very intense times. And straight away this week on Monday, 11-11, what a powerful portal. The sun is going to be conjunct Mercury, both in Scorpio, with Mercury retrograding through the 20th. So we got one week left of this after, no, we got two weeks left of this, sorry. Uh, as of recording this, we got two weeks left. I have always believed that when we see 11-11, it's a numerical call to action. It says, watch your thoughts. Be aware of your thoughts, for they rapidly manifest your experience. So that's not necessarily positive or negative. It just says the information that is flowing through your mind creates the experiences that you are pulling into your energy field. Okay? What we see outpictured in the world is a reflection of what we are creating. We're powerful creators who can easily work with energy through intention, willpower, and our minds. Most of us are moving from places of fear or desire right now in the collective. We're taught to do so, which don't necessarily match our worth 
and value or the worth and value of all beings. So time and time again, we're seeing our fears, our inner fears, inadequacies and the such reflected in the world that we see around us. So on this day, the sun, which is related to our identity, and Mercury, our mind and how we communicate with ourselves and with others, with them working in tandem today with this conjunction, there's a real need to see that who we are identifying as is directly connected to what we are creating. And the thoughts we are identifying with are rapidly creating our experience, for better or for worse. So there's no real map for mastering the mind for any of us. What works for one person, too, might not work for another person. So only you know the thoughts that you think about yourself that you're creating from. And sometimes, you know, if you can't see clearly, the nuance of where you're blocking yourself, working with a practitioner can really help as they help to reflect some of these subtle things that we might be stuck on. Our thoughts can be a real roadblock if we just let them unconsciously run the show. So we are being asked to be very mindful of what we are creating by becoming aware of our thoughts. The following two questions might be a good place to start. Maybe you can journal about this. If you could change your thoughts, which ones would you change? If you could think new thoughts, what thoughts would you think? Those are probably going to become your mantras. Alrighty, so Monday, we got this big day, kind of, and also it is the day before the full moon hits, so it's gonna be, we're gonna feel that mental energy really tugging on us. Tuesday, the 12th of November, full moon in Taurus. So for the past two weeks, we've been in the watery season of Scorpio, and this energy, along with Mercury retrograde, also in Scorpio, it's brought our emotional depths to the surface. I found that nothing could keep a lid on the elements of myself which needed to be felt and loved. Harsh at times, for sure. Lots of tears again. As we heal deeply rooted fears, grief, and sources of pain and limited beliefs, we might be experiencing some feelings of depression or helplessness. Scorpio's ancient symbol is that of the serpent who represents the shedding and rebirth that we must routinely go through to be renewed in our own personal wisdom. Transformation is happening. Scorpio, though, while intensely emotional, it also represents power. There is power coming through your vulnerability. Also, there's just no greater feeling than that feeling where you just like, you are just so at the bottom of the well and you're just like, fuck this shit. And then it's like, you really just are like, not the one, and you don't have a care in the world, because <laughs> you like, you've just been to the depths of hell. Marinate in that of just being like, fuck this, fuck that, fuck the other thing, because I have just been to the depths of hell, and now I am not letting any of this other dumb shit rule my fucking life anymore. A lot of F words there. Um... Uh, where was I at? All right. Power coming through our vulnerability. So this full moon in Scorpio's opposite and Venus ruled sign of Taurus helps to connect us with our primal need for stability in the physical world. Taurus connects us to our most vital mother, mother earth. 
this full moon requests that we restore balance in our physical reality, grounding, patience, persistence, independence, generosity. They're all major themes. How can you break your goals down into doable steps? Where can you let go of stubbornness or a miserly lack attitude, especially when it comes to your resources like money and shit like that? Where are you not trusting in the flow, trusting your your worth? Or, you know, where do you need to just like get up and get off your butt and take good care of yourself? Where can you let go of um, self-indulgence, you know, not thinking about others or catering to self-indulgence in others, enabling that? Where does that need to be checked? Taurus is self-sufficient and it uses, uses all of its resources and it makes good use of not wasting resources. So this full moon can really highlight um, like where we need to shore up our resources and where we need to be more in flow. So we want to, sometimes when I feel that money is tight or something like that, I would pay all my bills because I will flow the money out or I will be with, with, uh, with a happy attitude too. Because that's how money should flow. It should flow with ease in and out. And it requires give and take. It's just energy. So the same can be true of love or anything, right? If we want to feel love, we also need to be loving. So this uh, full moon is probably going to highlight some of this energy. Um, It can also highlight overindulgence with a focus on physical pleasures. So... um, you know, maybe food, alcohol, sex, these things that might be rooted in instant gratification might be coming up. Uh, So where do you need to be patient, slow, and steady about receiving what we truly want at this time? This week is really asking us to develop the courage to move beyond the familiar, beyond our safety nets, and into the unknown with hopeful curiosity that moves us into our dreams. The shadow side might feel more like power struggles and addictive or obsessive behaviors because Scorpio and Taurus are both fixed energies, so it's important to remember our flexibility at this time. Scorpio helps us to heal at a soul level. Taurus helps reconnect us to our feminine, our divine feminine nurturance. Um, It grounds us and aligns us with the beauty of our physical reality. Um one thing that's coming to mind is one time I was in a a really vulnerable place and I like burst into tears with an ex-boyfriend and, uh, and at the time he, I was just sobbing and he was like, he was like, I'm so sad. I'm so sorry that you're feeling so sad. Um, but you look so beautiful crying. (laughs) And I was thinking about this in terms of like the beauty of our physical reality, you know, the, the, the beauty of like what feels harsh inside of us, harsh lessons that we've been learning. And, but there is so much beauty out of that. There's so much beauty in being vulnerable and connected and, and just feeling, you know, and just being your natural state. That is just a beautiful uh, thing to participate in. So, you know, where can you see the beauty in your physical reality? Where does it lie? 
you know, the beauty in all that you're experiencing right now. Yes, you might be in pain, but what a gift to really feel, to love so much that you feel pain over loss. You know, they work in tandem. It's okay to and normal to be having a hard times. <laughs> was I don't know what that sentence was. It's okay and normal to be having a hard time. It's okay and normal to have fears and bad behaviors. We need to nurture them and bring awareness, not criticism and cruelty to ourselves, okay? If you're feeling depressed or anxious, those are symptoms that give us information about where we can nourish ourselves. You know, we don't have to like go down the path of like, I'm a loser, I'm hopeless, I'm a failure. You know, you're aware. You're aware. You're bringing even deeper awareness to yourself through these symptoms. You need love. You need nourishment. And you need it from you. You are lovable and worthy just as you are. And I like, as I like to say, I am so grateful that you exist and that you've chosen to incarnate at this time and do this work with us. Um, it's so important to the collective consciousness. I want to thank two Venmo uh, donors this week. One is Ele- Helena, Jelena. Um, I'm so sorry if I butcher your names on here. Um, and uh, Samantha, thank you so much for your Venmo donations. You help to, along with the uh, monthly patrons of uh, the week, uh, the energy report, you help to keep me going. Your exchange of energy is uh, really such a gift to me because it shows me that um, that you want to give back to me. And, uh, and I really appreciate that and honor that. And um, it helps the flow to keep going. So thank you. And thank you for helping to keep the energy report up and running. Um, if you can't give anything financially, then share it with a friend or just send some good juju my way. Um, I think that's it for today, loves. I'm so out of it with this Mercury retrograde. Uh, my mind is like mush. Um, if you want to connect with me for any kind of sessions or private retreat up in Narrowsburg, New York, you can go to www.rebeccaconran.com. Uh, Otherwise, loves, I will see you next week. Bye.